You are now tuned in to Straight Facts, where you won't hear our imagination. We state facts. Presented by Currency, Supreme Entertainment. Straight Facts! You know that. Hey man, we're back here, you know, we're out here. Yes sir, so to fit your boy Ace. You know, of course, live and direct from the BIA Media Currency ENT. So, without further ado, I let time do the intro here. And we have our man Slim with us. Yes sir. President and founder of Africa Wide Canada, partner of the Palace Club, and Touch of, Be- Touch of Beauty Salon and Spa. Welcome to have you, brother. It's an honor. It's an honor. Happy to have you, my it's man. I always wanted to have a promoter, should I say, if I could call that, in the seat to go ahead and know why is there no shorties when you said on the flyers and I'll be shorties. <laughs> <laughs> Not to my party. <laughs> Not at his party, but of course, you're more than that, you're more than that. Thanks for coming on the show, brother. Thank you so much, thank you so much. Yes. So first of all, can you tell us about yourself and how uh, how did you get into the club business? Yeah, um, I grew by Slim and I've been in Ottawa now for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, before Ottawa, I used to juggle um, Kitchener, Toronto, and Thunder Bay. The Toronto ones? You know, um, I, yeah, I stayed in Toronto. Okay. You know, um, then um, I graduated when I graduated university from Thunder Bay. Okay. You know, I decided I want to move to um, a city that is just in between. Yeah. You know, nothing crazy like Toronto. Mm-hmm. At the same time, nothing small like Thunder Bay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course. I mean, you, yeah. you left the black population went down by 25 <laughs> <laughs> You know? But yeah, so I left. I left um, Thunder Bay, and sure. I had a friend that that, that lived in Ottawa. Mm-hmm. And he was in Thunder Bay. Right. He said to me like, "Slim, what do you think about like starting like you know an African restaurant in yeah. Ottawa?" Mm-hmm. You know, he knows me. I love business. Mm-hmm. You know. Then um, yeah, I did. I did uh, my homework. You know, and um, I decided. Okay, you know what? It is actually like you know. Um, room for like to expand like some things like you mm-hmm. know especially like the African like cuisine and all of yeah absolutely then, um, yeah then I, I I moved there you know opened the restaurant you know right. called them um, Suya Spot then mm-hmm. you know yeah I ran that till um, for six years in 2016 right. you know yeah then um, yeah that is that is like you know a um, short story about you know how you know I landed here in Ottawa right right yeah. Then you asked me how I do, how I started like, you know, what happened mm-hmm. the promotion stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're so getting there. My first year in university, I organized a party like, you know, I, I studied nothing. So by profession, I'm a registered nurse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 you're making bread. Yeah. yeah, but I don't practice no more. Like, yeah. you know, I have a lot of my plates. You know? Right, right, right. You went to school, something, yes. you know, honorable. Yeah. Then um, my my first day in university, I, I organized like a party like for nursing students, yeah, exactly. and the party was crazy. Like we had like every department, you know, like engineering, medicine, mm-hmm. like every department. Thunder was lit that yes. night. Was lit, lit, you know. So after that party, I seen like how much you know people came out. I'm right. like, you know what? I'm gonna take my time, like, and let me like actually throw a party to make mm-hmm. money. Did you make money on your first party? I did. Yeah, okay. I went. I went. I went to talk to a club owner like in Thunder Bay, and first of all, the guy looked at me like, "Yo, you know, Thunder Bay like is like what you know, ninety nine percent like you know white." Yeah, like, yeah. Know, yeah. It's, it's, it's just how yeah. like it is there, right? You right. know. So the guy didn't believe that. Oh, like you know, what kind of party like this guy wants to like you know do? But you know, he gave me a chance. To be fair, like you know, he gave me a chance. I remember that night, the capacity of the place, you know, is five hundred. You know, we did like eight hundred people plus people outside. I couldn't get in my first party, charging for five dollars. My, this guy brought the whole thunder. This guy brought the whole thunder. Make sure 
South Tandem Bay metro area at the like, party. After that, after that party, I paid my rent six months yeah. in advance. Do you there you go. Entrepreneurship. Yeah. Like, yeah, since that day, I never looked back. Yeah. <laughs> I that's never what's up. looked back. Now that's you what's know, up, brother. That is how, you know, like, the party just, like, you know, parties, like, you know, to be honest with you, like, you know, um, if you, like, meet, like, promoters that take mm-hmm. their job seriously, yeah. you will notice and see that these guys, like, you know, they are they are actually like they actually make money to be honest. Mm-hmm. They're bringing you know, they're actually like making money if you know what you're doing. Like For if sure. everything is right, like you know, like For it sure. takes time to actually perfect it, you know. But once you perfect it, you know exactly like you you have your formula. It's just it's magic. It's an art, right? It's, yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> well, definitely is a career path and definitely is business, right? Yes. yes. So I mean, it's yeah, and you, and you, you're talking what, business here. Yeah, and and. and, and and that is why, like, you know, one of the things I cherish a lot is to actually, like, you know, um, mentor, like, you know, the youth, mm-hmm. you know, to actually mentor the youth. Right. And it's something I see, like, a lot of youth can, you know, just get into, like, so, you know, easily. That's where it starts, right? I mean, as a youth, right? I mean, it's the network, it's the new era, the new generation, exactly. the new crowd exactly. class, right? Exactly. They all got away from somewhere, right? So. No, for sure. And, like, let me ask you, like, what was the most challenging task you've ever faced right and how did you overcome it in entertainment yes okay i'll tell you i think 2013 you know when i um, brought mcmahon to toronto mm-hmm. 2013 right you know was when, that no not caravan i was just a concert you know with mcmills right that was the most challenging thing what is that know, ever you know when i booked him then yeah. i didn't know i didn't know i didn't I didn't know, problem. You know, I didn't even know how the criminal record. Yeah. You know when I yeah, yeah, him, I didn't even know he had a criminal record yeah, that this yeah. guy can travel. You're right, right, right. You know? And you know, after you sign contract, you pay your deposits, you know, I called like manager, I'm like, yo, what's going on? Like this guy have a criminal record, like he can't travel, like, you know? Yeah. He said to me, Well, that's my problem now, you know? That you know, I should do my homework. <laughs> talk to you talk to your government type thing. Like this is this is for real. That's what that's what happened. That is what happened. Alright, so what happened to the deposit? Then, you know, no, there are still ways around it, but just that you have to like work extra hard and right. spend more money. So I, I had to get a waiver for him. Yes, you know? sir. Yeah, I had to contact like some lawyers in um, states. Yes. You know, they have to like apply for a waiver you pay, like was expensive. But yes, sir. Because ticket did not sell. Literally, people were like, you know, send a message, like, why are you guys trying to fraud people? Like, why are you guys selling tickets? Mm-hmm. This guy has a criminal record, he cannot travel. So people were not buying, like Cool House we did the show host around like 3,000 people. Yeah. I'm telling you, a week before the show, we still had like 400 tickets. A week before the show. So as soon as we got the waiver, we posted it online, you know, ticket went up, you know, a little bit doubled, like 800, but just imagine a place that hosts like 3,000 people. people need to yeah. see, you know? The proof, social proof. Yeah. yeah. So after everything, like, you know, McMill, he, they, they drove through the border, Mm-hmm. And as soon as McMahon crossed the border, he posted that he's in Toronto. I'm telling you, every single thing was sold out. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as, like, that is where I'm not going to lie to you, you know, where, like, you know, I actually felt, you know, I got, like, you know, the credit and, like, mm-hmm. you know, people in the industry, they started paying attention. I was very young too, like, who is this young guy, like, you know? Who is this guy who brought me, you know? Big Mill on the diner? <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, that was, like, you know, um, 
yeah, that was like you know the, the beginning of like the great things. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. what do you feel is most important when have like when having a successful event? Essentially, what do you think that you, is required for you to have a successful event? I'll tell you, you know, Very successful respect. successful events is you know only successful you know when the attendees say like they have fun and it's successful. Yeah. You can make you know a lot of money as a promoter, you know doing party, but at the same time, if you don't give them the experience that will make them come back again and again and again, that trust me you're gonna lose them. Essentially, you're putting your name out there, right? It's your reputation that you gotta. You want the girls to be happy and the boys to have a lot of numbers, right? Yes, yes, yes. Hey, That is why. That is why too. Like you know, every party. Like we like start is so much important to us. Yeah. We take data in terms yeah. of how many girls you know came tonight mm -hmm. and versus how many guys. You know, sure. if the numbers are not making sense, there are things we can do mm -hmm. in as promoters to make sure like those numbers are always like you know we want to have at least sixty percent girls. Right. Yeah. You know, to guys. Well, I, I, I was going to be into ratios. I mean, I think most guys when they organize parties or. You know, when they talk to the boys in the car before they go to an event, they think about the ratio, right? Yeah. So your golden ratio is, is six for every ten people, you need six girls and four guys. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And that's you a know, standard thing. And at the same time, you know, like you don't want the club to just you know be filled with like you know thirty percent girls. Or, <laughs> because don't forget, don't forget, don't forget, like the guys who spend. Like, yeah, I'm not yeah. saying girls don't spend. Yeah. Like these days, I'm telling you, like I see girls like popping yeah. balls, like crazy. It's a hot no, right? Yeah. Well, you know, like, the girls are doing their thing. Yeah, you, know, you know, they're yeah. coming up. You know, it's a new era. You know, with the uh, I could I could see it. Yeah. You know, then now you can see guys, right? You know, guys is like, it's like a given, like, you know, when they come out. You know, girls know how to have fun. Like, that's, you know, they know how to have fun more than guys. You know, a girl can go to a club, you know, with a budget she pays at the door and she's going to go in and have fun. You know, like, you know, like for sure that, you know, guys are always like looking for girls and, you know, you're going to you gonna end up like being in a booth, you know, having fun. Like, you just paid an entrance fee, you know? So that is why, like, the same time we have to have, like, you know, more girls. You know, then less guys, but the guys too that come, you know, at least, you know, they can spend as well. And take care of those beautiful girls. All right, my man Slim, I have a question for you. Yes, sir. So how did you transition from being a promoter to actually being a partner in the, in the business overall for the club? Yeah, you know, um... People can be confused, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And I've been, I've been doing, like, you know, this promotion thing, I feel like forever. Like, I've been doing it, like, for a very, very long time. And um, I don't actually like, I still consider myself like I still like, you know, a promoter because even though like I'm a partner, mm -hmm. I'm still going to promote the business. Of course. You know, but now like the, the difference is that now, you know, you have more responsibilities, mm -hmm. you know, and you understand better how like, mm -hmm. you know, things like, you know, goes behind the scene, mm -hmm. not just, you know, collecting money from the mm -hmm. dog. And then you have you your guys know. beside you, yes. right? And then you have your guys under you too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I don't know if you guys know um, Nouveau Lounge. So yeah. Nouveau, yeah, so yeah, Nouveau Lounge, you know, myself and my best friend, mm -hmm. you know, MP, like, you know, we run like Nouveau Lounge. Right. You know, from scratch, from nothing. And tell us the Nouveau Lounge, where exactly is it? The it's downtown, it's downtown, it's downtown. Downtown Ottawa, yeah. what street? I think it's on Dahousie. Dahousie? That's where Yes, yes, okay. yes. Where to go? Yes. So we, we, we ran, we started that, you know, um, we didn't start the club, but, you know, we... Hey, I'm thinking about it. Last time yeah. I tried to go in there, they refused me. 
Why? I don't know. I came out like I closed at two. Came at one fifteen. Oh, capacity. And, capacity. and I, capacity. I, I, I came. I know. Come on. Nah, capacity. Nah, capacity. Bro. Capacity. Why you came out at one fifteen? Let's listen. 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 If you did, yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, keep going. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, when we um when we were there, you know, like the club is always extremely busy, you know. Uh, and we look at it, we've been looking for opportunity. You know, mm-hmm. like we're, we're we're young guys, you know, we're we're Africans, you know, we're black, you know. We also want to be part of something that we feel like, you know, we own. You know, we've been working too much. You understand? Yeah, like a lot awesome. of like you know club owners and stuff. We want to be part of something. Yeah. We want our, our people. They always ask us. So mm-hmm. like, yo, hey, Slim MP, how come you guys don't even own a club? How come you guys are not, like, you know, every single place we've done party. Almost every nightclub in the whole city, yeah. we've done party. Every, almost every single mm-hmm. nightclub. And ask any club owner, it's always packed, always sold out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is why our people don't even understand it. Mm-hmm. Why don't you guys get involved into something like, you know, when opportunity came. Right. <laughs> yeah. Transition yeah. Skills, Oppo- right? yeah. Opportunity came. Something that, you know, we looked at, you know, the first meeting we're like, wow, how can we turn this down? Right. You know, we are getting involved in something that is gonna actually transform the whole city. Hundred percent. I gotta tell you, like as a consumer myself, I thought the last club we had that was Afrobeat oriented was on the other side and got no X Lounge. X Lounge. And it had its hit, it had a few hits, a few good nights. I'm not gonna lie, I had a great nights over there, but yeah. Overall, I feel like it was dying down, and then yeah. you know what's left for the city, right? And I and Nouveau again rejecting niggas at one fifteen. It's good, it's popping. I see it. Yeah, that music well, 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 you know what? At least now you have another opportunity to come to like you know a club now, a partner. Ah, uh, hey, big dog, hey, big dog right now. You know that I'm a big dog right now. Uh, I, I don't worry. Anytime you come as VIP, you're gonna be hey, you heard that? <laughs> hey, bouncer, bouncer. I'm gonna make you pull this up, eh? Line up, anyway, so <laughs> you know what time it is, okay. But switch yeah. it up, let's switch gears, okay? Yeah, let's go back what, to the topic. Yeah, what would you do if the headlining artist you organized canceled at the last minute? Ooh, you know, if a headliner canceled, would you know, depend on, I'll tell you right now, depend on like the show or depend on like the event. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's an event, you, have, you still have like, you know, strong lineup, mm-hmm. then yes, you know, you're going to go ahead, you know, and, um, you know, do the event. Again, you have to also, like, that is how when you're planning events, you have to put a lot of them into consideration. For sure. You also have to think about, like, what is your policy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what your policy is about? Mm-hmm. You know, is your policy, like, you know, going to maybe, like, you know, reform, you know, people, maybe, like, certain percentage, maybe, like, right. if the ticket is 100 bucks, maybe they're going to reform $15 or $10, right. like, right. because don't forget, like, even though headliner cancel, that I don't think that is as the organizer or as the promoter. I don't think that is actually like still like saving you cost. Sometimes when this artist they cancel, getting back the money even like is really really hard. The process to go to get the money back, you know, even though you get the money back, like you know, you're already like you know losing money. Maybe you book the flight already. All those kind of mm-hmm. you know. So those are like some of those things to like you know consumers. I know they don't like see. They don't. They don't. They don't think about that. They yes, think about their pleasure. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. Like behind the scene, like sometimes when things like that happen, mm-hmm. you know, like but you know, it's something that if it does happen, 
Yeah, you must make sure you have a policy in place on how you want to react. 100%. You know, for us, we do yeah, have a policy in place. Right. And if you have a strong lineup, if you have a strong lineup, like say you're doing a festival, you know, of like, you know, 10 like artists, you know, one of the artists like cancel and like nine, like, you know, even out of that nine, five of them are very strong. Like, trust me, people are going to stay have fun. Yeah, for sure. I think it's good to know. People, people, people are going to be more pissed if you cancel it. Yeah, yeah. People are going to be more pissed if you cancel because think about it. Like, so they already had their plans anyway. Yeah, exactly. So girls, girls, get your it ready. It's popping. Diamond is coming. <laughs> the diamond ain't showing up, but the dress was still watched. Yeah. yeah. Expectations were not met. Right? We're not met, but we're still going to shake that ass. Isn't that right? <laughs> so, it's okay. We support that. But at the end of the day, um, Honestly, like it's very important you mentioned that because most of us don't know if there's a policy or not behind cancellations. Yeah. Um, we always think it's an arbitrary thing. You most, know, of so most of us don't even think about it, right? We don't. I mean, so, most people so, are driven by emotions. Yeah. yeah. So think about it like this: most of those big, you know, festivals you guys see, even like Blue Fest, even right. like Blue Fest, or right. even like maybe Rolling Loud. You know, right. most of those big festivals. Yes, I'm telling you, there are times like artists are not there. They don't. They don't announce it. They don't even tell you that they're going to come. Yeah. You know, which because they, they don't, don't have to. And if you check very well, like their description of stuff, they're right there, like, you know, subject to change. I know people don't see this. But if you start paying attention, right. then you'll see where it says subject to change. So what does that mean? You know, even though, like, one artist drop or whatever, you can't hold them liable, like, okay, I want to refund for something because they said it's subject to change. Yeah. And they can also tell you, like, you know, your ticket purchase, like, is final. Except event is cancelled. Yeah. So meaning even though it's postponed, you know, they can decide not to give you a refund. Yeah. Like you know, these are like those people don't read the fine print, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you bring it in a great perspective. Yeah. People don't read the fine print, you're right as well, uh, as Sosa. But I would also say that, you know, uh, 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 um you know, most people don't want to think about these things again. Yeah. And they just um, have fun, right? Yeah, you're bringing in a very good perspective. I think the the business reputation could be affected. Yeah. Yes. Be, you know, because let's say you have a big artist, it can't solve something to change, that's fair. But at the end of the day, business, business, something to change. I'll tell you, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you a classic example. So the festival we have, the Afrobeat Music Festival. Yeah, we want to talk about that. Yeah. You know, that is supposed to be July 1st, Canada Day weekend. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to change the date. Mm -hmm. And we changing the date has nothing to do with us, the organizers. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the city of Ottawa, you know, which we understand. Mm -hmm. Because the city reached out to us and said, on Canada Day weekend, they don't have enough staff. Right. They don't have like enough police, they don't have right. enough permission. They're all downtown, they're all, exactly. right. as we speak right now, yeah. they're on the Parliament Hill. You see that? So when they say that, you know, you know, all we have to do, like the city of Ottawa has been really, really good to us. Right. All we have to do is to work with them. So we said, okay, no problem, we find a common ground, we find a new date, mm -hmm. you know. Even though our policy says, you know, like, you know, we are not going to issue the fund, except, you know, the festival is cancelled. But guess what? We have a lot of people reached out and said, oh, they cannot make the new date. Yo, we give refund back. Yeah. Like you said, reputation. Mm -hmm. You know, for us, like, is the That's most yeah, important. Right. But hold on to that. We're going to get right <laughs> to that. We have lots of questions about yeah, Afrofest, yeah, yeah. about your festival. But in terms of reputation, and you know what, you even mentioned community. How do you go about a mentorship, right? How do you go about transitioning your skill set to the youth? Yeah. So you see, um, um, the non-for-profit organization Africa Life Canada, and I'm the founder president. You know, started 2016. You know, um, I have seen like the way like you know our youths, especially if you remember 2015, 16, 17. 
like you know the crime rate in Ottawa was very very high yeah. it was extremely extremely high if you guys mm -hmm. really followed those period mm -hmm. you know so myself I'm someone that I feel like I have a lot that I can give back like to the community I have I feel like I have a lot of skills like for instance you know just you know promoting I seem like that pretty much like changed my life mm -hmm. you know being a student and I can do one party yeah. and pay my rent for six months and I don't see why like you know a lot of you know, youth here, like even even like the younger ones that are 16, you know, I'm 17, they can do all age parties. Yeah. You know, I'm still make money. All age parties, in fact, right these days are more expensive than a regular party. Mm -hmm. You know, each party, they charge 20, 30 bucks, 40 bucks to get in, mm -hmm. you know, and it's packed. So I see no reason why, like, this youth, instead of them, like, getting into this trouble, that trouble, you know, my partner, best friend, MB, he also has a lot of skills. You know, he does, he's an engineer, but he does videographer, photographer, you know, and things like that. With that, we looked at, like, yo, we can give this back to, to our community. We can teach these kids, like, how to use these skills. We can mentor them a lot of, you know, different things. And we know, like, what is the biggest thing that keep youth away from crime? It's music. Yeah. Sports. That is why like, our organization Africa Life Canada mm -hmm. so is a non-for-profit organization mm -hmm. that you know we promote you know like the African culture yeah. you know like in with different ways like music, arts, food, like you know mentorship, yes yeah. fashion, like different ways we use it to sports. connect to like you know youth you know around us. You get involved in sports too? No, well, right now we're not involved in sports. Okay. You know, so these are the things that we look like. Okay, you know what? We can use these skills to empower them, mm -hmm. and that is what gave birth like to the festival. You know, that is part of the mentorship program. So mm -hmm. I don't know why uh, we just did an audition for Afrofest. We had like mm -hmm. over 100 applications, you know, for the festival. Out of the 100 applications, yes, for Afrofest for the festival. Wow, wow. We did we did that festival last year at Muniz Bay, September last year at Muniz Bay. You know, two days. The first time we did it outdoor, we did 12,000 people the two days. Mm -hmm. And can you give us a distinction between Afrofest and I think there's another African Afrobeat? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So Afrobeat, you know, is the one we launched this year. So Afrobeat is the one like, you know, we're going Afrobeat pretty much is a music festival. We have like international arts, it's like a music festival. And where is that going to be? Yeah. That's going to be at the, uh, the, uh, the uh, Ottawa Titans. The baseball stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Right on Vanier Parkway. Yes. Yeah. East of downtown. Yes. So that's the one we have, you know, P-Square, we have Diamond Platz now. Yo, I've seen the lineup, I couldn't believe it. Cranium? Yes. Yeah. Hold up, we yeah. brought yeah. the man that's going to bring us Diamond Platinum, yeah. come to party hit, yeah. make it right. Yeah. Cranium, P-Square, yeah. P-Square, my introduction to Africa is P-Square. Personally, personally. <laughs> All right, my man Slim, question for you. Which channels are the most effective for spreading awareness about an event? Ooh, you get your word out ooh, there. That, that's, a, that's a very good question. I'll tell you all social media platforms. But I think, you know, one of the platforms people like underestimate, mm -hmm. you know, I shouldn't be really saying this. <laughs> don't tell me. <laughs> don't tell me. Don't tell me indeed. No, 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 no. I'm telling you the still most effective and most powerful. That's the IG. No, it's Facebook. Facebook? Facebook? I'm telling you. I'm telling you because... Well, you know, people like keep forgetting. Facebook is the biggest social media platform. It is true. My mom and my great uncle that's yeah. very, very old yeah, have that. Facebook. Yes, it's definitely. And with Facebook, right? Like they already have an integration. When you promote on Facebook, it goes to Instagram. On Instagram, yeah. <laughs> I think I think so, the same owners. You know, yes, yeah, yes, yes. Good old Mark. Hey, you own yeah, both yeah. platforms. This guy, you know what he's doing, man. He's smart. Is Zuckerberg? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So Facebook, like yeah, Instagram too, like is big. Um, Google AdWords, 
Google Ads? Yo, Google? The man that be Googling on Friday, advancing all the way. Okay. Nice. No, that's good. I didn't thought about Google. Real yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Like, like that is why. Okay, when people go online, maybe they like come to Ottawa. Yeah. You go online, they go search. You know, let's see what somebody mm-hmm. or well, that no connection. Yeah. You know. Okay. So when the search, you know, you want to be like top three. <laughs> you know, you want to be top three. Sure. So yeah, this is. I mean, like, I don't mind sharing this because I want mm-hmm. you know everyone to be successful. To be mm-hmm. honest, you know, I, I think I think my formula is my formula to be honest. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and again too. Being a good promoter too is like your personality as well. Right. Yeah. You know, people want to like you know vibe with you. They want to vibe with you. They want to party with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm having a party, Slim is having a party in Toronto. Do you want to party with me? Mm-hmm. If you party me, you understand. You know the vibe, like how you want to feel right. the vibe, like you know. So is that vibe how you interact with people? How people connect with you? Do they want to be mm-hmm. where you want to be? Mm-hmm. Even though there is a party next door to you, but they understand. Even like walking past your door, they feel that energy like, mm-hmm. yo, this is where I want. Like, what, about, feel it. what about good old word of mouth? I mean, yeah. it kind of ties into the yes. platform. Yes. Everybody knows I'll, everybody, right? Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. But I, I'll tell you with word of mouth, right? Even though you know so many people, you have right. so many friends. Like a text, like you call out. Yeah. You, you cannot sustain running every single week. You think yeah, because you know everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because everyone you know is not gonna come out every weekend to support you. So yeah, we can they wanna go to this next club. So right. we can they wanna go to that next club. And you're gonna notice like times you know club is you know getting empty because you know 10, 20 of your friends or people you know this group they went to that event or they went to this event. Mm-hmm. When they see that your own event is always popping, you know, they know about it because they're around you. Right. But when they see it's even popping like with and then they want to be there like even fast. But yeah. so if you think you're just going to be around people you know, trust me. That is why you see so many promoters that sometimes like the events start dying because they are relying on, okay, let me message this guy to help me share. Bro, have you posted? Yeah. <laughs> to be <laughs> honest, 50 dudes on the wall there. Yeah, this, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To be honest with you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> just stay you know. So, to be honest with you, now we want to do party whereby we post the flyer, we sure. see people screenshot and they are posting it. Yeah, 100%. So people are around you, like, you know, if they really care about you, that is what they do, right? Yeah, everybody you know, yeah, like they see the flyer, they want to repost it, they'll take a screenshot, they're going to repost it. Yeah. But don't think they're going to survive and keep you in the game. Right. <laughs> no. Very realistic way to you gotta put some work into it, right? Yeah. And a very realistic way to look at it, for sure. Um, so, stop money here. Okay, switch it up a bit. Uh, I love money. Um, everybody kind of loves money, but don't let it be your, you know, your driver in life or bring it to, you know, to early death maybe. But, anyways, what is your game plan for managing event budgets? Right. Yeah, the game plan for event budgets is right. you know making sure you have a very good structure in terms of a blueprint, mm-hmm. templates. These things have to like you know match, and you have to be very very strict. Mm-hmm. Because when you draw your budget, I tell people once you make a budget, you know you because when you make a budget, you know you're supposed to like you know at least you know have like ten percent or whatever miscellaneous on your budget. So your goal is never to go above your budget. Let me ask you: Do you start with like you're thinking about the market and the price of the ticket first, or you think about the budget and then we're going to look at the the, the price for the ticket. Yeah, so I, I'm gonna look at you know um, you have your budget for instance like you know the acts you're bringing. Mm-hmm. You wanna have a budget for them. Mm-hmm. 
So if you have that budget for them, then you look at logistics, mm -hmm. the venue you're going to rent, yeah. you look at the flight for the artists, you look at the accommodation. You look at um, security. You know, you look at police. So you guys pay for all these expenditures every single day. First aid. There's never a time an artist comes and pay for their flight themselves. Well, if you have a deal, what is called a landed deal. If you have a landed deal, the artist is going to pay for their own, you know, flights. Yeah. You know, um, maybe sometimes include accommodation, or you just book accommodation for them and provide ground transportation. Right. Depends on the deal. Yeah. Yeah. Depends on the deal. You know, but most festivals they are gonna do landed deal with artists. Most yeah. festivals, okay. because so the you artists, wanna, yes, you don't want to go too much with stress with like right. trying to book. You know, you have so many artists you're dealing with. You know, and then you so, have like go ahead. I was gonna say, how do you plan? So what, what do you essentially do if you ever go over budget at that point, right? Because there's so many moving parts and so many factors yes. that you have to take yes. into consideration. Yes, yes. How do you like? How do you mitigate that fact overall? Right. Like you don't have a reduction. In cost overall, there has to be a way to like manage it, right? Yes. So like, not every single time you think you're gonna be on the budget because there are things that me and you cannot predict. Mm -hmm. Like I gave you guys instance, like Afrobeat Music Festival is supposed to happen Canada Day. Right. Yeah. So now we're paying like you know most of the um, artists, you know, they're telling us oh they already booked the flight. You see that? Mm -hmm. So even though like you know that is not like under contract. But now, like, it has nothing to do with them. Yeah. So guess what? We have to find a middle ground to give them more money now to rebook flight. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, yeah. Stick. So this, yeah. So these are things. So imagine when you're working with like, you know, ten artists. Right, right, right. You know, ten so, people. They you know, keep so maybe that have added on that like what you know, thirty, forty thousand dollars on your mm -hmm. budget is yeah. something. You know, if your Mercedes does not have mm -hmm. that window, it's something like you cannot, you know, avoid. Like things you cannot avoid, there's nothing you can do about it. But if it's things that you can cut down, then you have to be disciplined with yourself. Mm -hmm. and you have to be focused to tell yourself, you know what, I'm not going to do it. Because don't forget, when you are planning especially large-scale events, a lot of things are going to be thrown at you. Right. You, yeah. you receive a lot of calls, you receive this, and most of them are extremely tempting. Yeah. But you know what? Tempting. They're tempting like, mm -hmm. you know, Maybe a guy call you, you know what, like if I do this, like, you know, this can like sell you like another like, you know, 600, 800 tickets, we're humans, you know, we're moved by numbers, like, you know? So when you think about it, then you think about, but this guy wants me to give him like 5K. But you know, okay, if I should sell, if I can sell that extra, you know, 800 or 600 ticket, it's worth it. Mm -hmm. But remember now, this is adding to your budget because your ticket price is not increasing. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, uh, yeah, whatever your budget is, yeah. you know, you're selling your ticket, that is what it is. So this guy that is hitting you up for this deal, you're paying five, six K out of your pocket. Now this is on top of the budget. So you have a budget and then yeah. you have your emergency. Yeah. You're hoping not to use it or yeah. to minimize the use of it. Yes. But you're ready for basically the industry. So yes. you've got to figure it out the industry. Yes. Essentially it's it's risk management, right? Yes. You gotta look risk at management. All, well, yeah, you gotta look, look at, at all, it. all the facts. So it makes sense. For sure. And now let me ask you, what is the best way to choose an event venue? Okay? And on that question, can you elaborate on are there any types of uh, event that you particularly like find interesting or find really exciting to plan for? Yes, I'll tell you. Um, I love producing shows, mm -hmm. like concerts. Mm -hmm. You know, I love like you know even like the festival. Like you know, uh, I got into mm -hmm. this is gonna be the third year for us producing festival. Right. Like I, I, I just love like that pressure. You know, not only that pressure. I love when you know we produce something like this for our city. Mm -hmm. I feel like our city, like these are the aspects we're lacking. For sure, you're being recognition. You know, yeah, definitely 
What was it? Barrier breaker, but you, you, you know, you're doing it for the city for sure. You one of the earlier ones, right? Yeah. And when you think about like, you know, um, Afrofest, when we did Afrofest, it's all about giving back to the city. Mm-hmm. Every single artist we have on the lineup, you know, we're all local artists. Right. Also, it wasn't on, live streamed online, was it? No, 2020 was live streamed. Last year was yes. Outdoor at Was Outdoor yeah. Yes, yeah. you mentioned that. Yes. Yeah. You know, so that was like all local artists. There was no international artists, nothing. And they did that themselves. You yeah. know, 12,000 people came out to see them. That's big. So that is why this year. During COVID too? Yeah, during well, COVID, the world, like COVID was, you know. Yeah, it's coming to an end, but it's still out was, there. Yeah, yeah. You know? There's a lot of potential. Yeah, for They're sure. doing. Um, um, People still scared, kind of, or maybe some tired. That's what I'm If you have that many people on the first I mean, it worked out. Everyone's back. Doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. You imagine the following years, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Potential. Yeah. Uh, no, when, when I seen the fly, I was very excited. Yeah. So festivals, and you like to do festivals. That's yes. Big. Yes. So the, the part of the festival is like you know mentoring. You know, it's it's, it's mentoring. Like yeah, said, on that. You know, we did um, the audition. You know, where we have over hundred artists applied. So we did audition, and when we do this audition for us we're not looking for like you know you have to be like professional you have to be like the best out there now there are certain qualities we are looking you know for and when we find that quality we want to mentor you you know we picked we picked um 20 artists they are going to perform for afrofest you know this year those artists we pick we not just we don't just pick them and bring them on stage so we have like a mentorship program where we have like a vocalist that we work with you between now till the festival you know, make we sure have, that, yes, yeah, to make, make sure, sure that we that have someone that works with you with your sets, like, you know, when you present your sets. Because this festival won't look artists to feel like this is their show. When they come on the stage, you know, it's their show. We want them to feel that way. Because that is what it is. Yeah. I learned something here. Now, is that common practice or is it something that you and your team. partners came up and yeah, you came up with? Yeah, it's something like, you know, we have put in place, you know, to mentor these local artists. So when they come, even like they are set, the dressing, how they are going to dress, their appearance, how they like we are mentoring them in all that aspect. But when they come on stage, you want them to have that confidence that they, like like they don't own that stage. They don't like you know give people think of what people will not forget after they leave that stage. Mm-hmm. That is something that is very very extremely important you know to us, and that is what we are doing. That's now this saying. might be a little bit of a side question, but talking about teams and you know having. The whole organization. How do you feel about delegation of tasks? You know, how do you like have your team help you in regards to getting everything set in order for for these events, essentially? Yeah. So you know, um, if you think if just myself, I cannot do it alone. That's that's a lie. That's a lie. Yeah. You know, we have a huge team. <laughs> you know, we have a huge team volunteers. You know, people that work like this summer. You know, um, the government of Canada. They 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 um. Sponsored our organization. They gave us twelve, you know, uh, full-time summer staff yeah. working, you know, within the organization. Mm-hmm. Plus, like, you know, a lot of volunteers too. We have, you know, that helps in terms of everything. Every department you see have a role. Someone that take care of the vendors, people that apply for vendor. Someone that take care of artists. They have a whole team, you know, people that apply, go through the application. You know, someone that take care of coordinate, like volunteer coordinator. Yeah. Someone that take care of like logistics. So there is like a whole team, even like event setup. You know, one um, production. There is a whole team. It's not a one man. No, 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 no. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. That's Only me. I cannot do it. It's not possible. Yeah. <laughs> you know? We talk about community, right? So it yes, makes sense. So, exactly. Yeah. 
And that is what it's about. It's about like, you know, the community. The first thing that, to be honest with you, is all about like, you know, the community will produce it. Because like, without volunteers, it's not possible. Yeah. To be honest with you, if we don't have volunteers, right. it's not possible. Yeah. You need right. people to yes. be able to, yes. to believe in, yes. in what you're working in. Right? Yeah. I think I, every festival I see volunteers, you know? Yeah. I'm always curious to know how does it work and how important they are. So you're saying basically like without it, like in most festivals, you know, I don't think struggle. I don't I don't think, I don't think the way is this. Just think about it this way, you know. A festival you're doing, you're gonna be around maybe two hundred volunteers. Just think about staffing two hundred people, mm -hmm. two hundred, right. you know, people, pay, putting them on a payroll, you know, paying right. them for because when you start a festival from planning to finish, say good six months. Mm -hmm. Is, that is a huge payroll. It's a huge yeah. payroll for sure. Yeah, so that is why volunteers are so important. They're the backbone yeah. to most festivals. Yeah. I'm telling you, I don't think it, just think about any festival, even the ones that are like you know private, even the ones that are run like by big companies, mm -hmm. you know, private companies. You know, look, just look at them. It's volunteers. Right. If you don't have enough volunteers, it's not even possible. Uh -huh. Without their efforts, it's, it's, not, yes. it's not going to take off, right? The, the money you're going to spend on volunteers, putting them on payroll for the next six months, uh -huh. producing like a festival in that magnitude, right. I'm telling you, it's like spending the same money producing the festival. Right, right, right. <laughs> no, for sure. I, I can see why a volunteer would want to be part of a festival too. They can go both ways. I was yes. about to say, they, would, they must learn so much from that mentorship of mm -hmm. working that type of work so it's it's knowledge that they're getting too right for so. sure yeah but but at the same time too there are some rules you know you want to like you know actually like you know hire someone and pay them to do yeah right. you know i'll give you instance sure. if you're running a festival same job you cannot you can't just swing it, it. yes right. yes you, you know. can't just swing it yeah just just like you say oh i want to get like security or volunteers no. <laughs> remember 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 that volunteers like you know something right. happens like when something happened, one thing about volunteers, like you know, on the day off, most of them are not guaranteed. Yeah, right. Very true. Yeah, because yeah, so the security must be guaranteed, yeah. right? Exactly. In this day and age, I totally hear you. Some of them, like, you know, might not even show up, but sometimes right. like, we, we, we've seen this. You know, they come to festival, they bring the t-shirt, they yeah. go in, they miss with the crowd, they change. Like, you know. Right. <laughs> 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 no, 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 okay, so let me ask you this question, okay? That's a big question right now. Every person in Ottawa wants to hear, like, you know, good news here, okay? Yeah. So which artist would you bring to the city, right? And why? If you could, yeah. If you could. Well, I Basically, you've got an open yeah. budget. Yes. Open budget. We need something, at, we need something at Lansdowne. What are you doing for us? If I have an open budget, wow. I hope someone listening to this is going to sponsor me. Hello. If I have an open budget, I think, you know, I want to do like, I want to like have, you know, a festival, you know, that will run for like, you know, a week. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe. What's you know, the lineup? I'm better than Metro Metro? Yeah, uh, yes, I'm talking about like, I'm talking about like, you know, mix like, you know, Bonaboy, Whiskey in there. Bonaboy. Davido in there. Davido, you know, Whiskey. In there, Rema in there. You know, then I'm going to add, you know, drink. Can I add or wait for me out? said an open budget, you know. Yeah. For sure, you know, I'm going to add him. You know, one person who I would really love to have on that lineup is going to be Beyonce. Okay. Yeah. Very <laughs> smart. 
the Bay Highs are coming in numbers from Toronto to Montreal. I'm calling it. I would love to add feature too, you know? See the boys? I'm calling all the F boys to the festival. And Justin Bieber. And, oh. You basically covered all rounds. The Bay Hive, uh, the Bieber Fever, right? And of and, course, uh, right? And Dexter Dab. Who that? Dexter Dab. Dexter Dab, like the. the, uh, the it's, a, it's, a, it's a dance artist. Dental artist? Okay. Is that okay. Well, so, we're learning from you, you brother. You didn't take the weekend? No weekend? Uh, I think the lineup we have is gonna balance that. Ah! <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> I, I love, I love the weekend. I love the weekend. But Man. what I'm saying, like you know, when that's a Davido, Wizkid, Drizzy. Yeah. Uh, come on. Yeah, you know when, when you when you when you do like you know like if it's gonna be just look at Rolling Loud. You, know, you have to balance it. You know, for instance, like Drake would probably bring every single one of yeah, the guys. But at the same right. time, you want to give like Justin Bieber, you know, the kind of like mm-hmm. power he's gonna pull on that side. You know, then when you have Bonaboy, Whiskey, yeah. Davido in one building, you know the whole Africa is coming. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, everybody listening to that last, last, last. Is that the last song? Yeah, Bonaboy, yeah. yeah. bye bye. Now everybody go to break bye. Big on the ledge. Oh yeah, for sure, bro. Yo, we love that Afro energy, you know, in the city for sure. Um, and can you talk to us about your new club, Palace? Yes, yes, yes. So Palace, you know, um, last this past weekend, you know, is, you know, was the um, the opening. You know, so Palace is. Um, I don't know if if you remember that like, the place used to be called Mansion before so many years. Mansion, yeah, yeah, Rido. Then, Rido. yeah. Then it changed to um, Bourbon Robinson Rido and that who's Yes, sir. Beside, beside yeah. three brothers. Beside three Shorma. brothers. Exactly. Three brothers. That spot. You can't miss it. Just okay. on that corner. Right there. So, yeah. When is that opening? We opened already. They opened already? Yeah, yeah. The opening was um, Friday, Saturday. This How was that? Was it lit? Oh my God! You need to go on the uh, Instagram, the Palace Ottawa. Just go look at the highlights. Mm-hmm. You know, was like sold out every single day. And what's the feedback you got from the ladies, from the boys? I'll tell you. You know, like the feedback has been amazing in the sense that you know um, they feel like the club was just in our own league. Mm-hmm. You know, the club is like different. There's first, like you know, I'm telling you, is the most in terms of architecture. Is the most you know constructed club in the whole city in terms of architecture. Mm-hmm. You know, two floors, high ceiling. The place already have a structure of like a palace, mm-hmm. and that is why we come up the name the palace. Mm-hmm. And what we did in there is amazing. You need to see. There's some renovations in there. Yeah. We transformed the whole place. That's what we wanted to hear. We transformed the whole That's place. That's what we wanted to hear. I'm gonna right. send you guys video of like you know you guys. I will show you. Man, let's wrap up with this. What else should be on the lookout from you and your businesses? Oh man, we have a lot in the pipeline. You know, we have a lot in the pipeline, especially like in um, the entertainment. You know, um, we're trying to, to be honest with you, we're trying to give like like this club now we open is like you know Miami Vegas like kind of vibe. But imagine when you go in, you can hear Afrobeat hip hop like this. You know, like yes, you know, you don't even feel like you're in trouble. I'm telling you, you feel like you're in Miami. A lot of people, that's the feedback we get. Like when they post Snapchat, mm-hmm. their friends are asking, like, "Oh my God, are they out of the country?" <laughs> Question. I'm, I'm not even. That's a big statement, but yeah. I can see it. Yeah. I mean, with the right music, yes. the right vibe, the yeah. right venue, yeah. right? You can't yeah. go wrong. You know, so we we want to bring more like life into Ottawa. You know, we're looking into like you know, 
lot of things by the grace of God, like, you know, we want to bring more life. There are things that our city life. Mm-hmm. Just think about Toronto, like a lot of those things they do for fun in the summer. Mm-hmm. You know, there are things that are still lack, like, especially like summer, we like can capitalize on. You know, believe it or not, there are a lot of tourists that come to Ottawa. Think about last weekend, there was no single hotel available in the whole of Ottawa. Think about this weekend, from Thursday, there is no hotel available in the whole of Ottawa. What do you Definitely. think? So, there is a huge potential, huge market. Ottawa for me is still a virgin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a lot to be done. for me, there is a lot to exploit. There's a lot of There is a lot of mineral resources in the city mm-hmm. that if you know what you're doing, you have to start Milton. <laughs> and that's straight facts. Thanks for coming, my brother. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks, for <laughs> thanks, thanks for having me. Thanks, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. You guys rock, yeah. <laughs>